بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله واله وصحبه اجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته All right, tell us what we're going to be talking about today's episode. Talking about hardship, something beautiful in Islam. Hardship. Without it, we will not be able to reach the rank which Allah has given us. Mm. Yes, this is a very important subject here. You know, this is something that we as, we as human beings are all going to deal with. We have to understand our ultimate purpose in this life, right? It's, you know, it's, it's all a test, right? And we, we as Muslims, we also have to understand our struggles do not go for nothing. Mm. Our struggles, they may appear to us back in this, in this dunya or they may appear to us back in the hereafter. Or both, inshallah. Inshallah, subhanAllah. Nothing is free in life. We don't go through anything without being tested before. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't get a good grade a good grade in your class without acing the test first. Mm-hmm. You know, if you fail the test, you you'll probably end up failing the class, or you won't do as well. Mm-hmm. See, if you the 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 test of this life is relative to the person that's you know that being it, tested. like that's being tested right everyone because has their own story everyone yeah. has their own philosophy everyone, everyone has, has their, their own, own sad method. story no one cares work harder <laughs> subhanallah see like let's put it in simple terms like that yeah it's simple but we're gonna we're gonna make it broader like we have to understand that you know hardship is a way it's also a way of life like mm-hmm. dealing with hardship you know it's a it's a battle it's a challenge mm-hmm. you know it's a battle within the self you know within the nefs we and believe in that Remember, we had a guy ask us yesterday, do Muslims believe in a soul or a spirit or, or are we just bodies? Of course we believe in a nafs. We have this idea of a nafs. Yeah, we have and that. Jihad, jihad, common misconception, they think it means to fight, but no, it means to struggle against one's struggle. Yeah, of course. Like, for example, getting up to pray every single morning, that, that's a jihad. It's a, it's a form of jihad. It's a form of struggle. Or if someone is trying to leave off a sin, leave off an addiction or a desire, you know, this is a form of jihad. You know, jihad is very broad. So you know, and that's it's a it's a door in Jannah. Subhanallah, like uh, the Rasulullah said, there, there's not even uh, there's not even a person who goes like like a prick like on their finger except that it expiates some of their sins. Now exactly. think about the struggle that someone goes through. Think about lo- losing a parent. Think about losing a sibling. These do not go like when something bad, catastrophic happens like this to to someone or to maybe to a Muslim. In this particular case, it is not. It is not in your best case to ask Allah, why? Why me? Why me? Why me? Like, who are you? Who are you to ask why me? Mm-hmm. It is in your best case to accept what has been happened, what has happened to you, turn back to Allah, find comfort in Him. Yeah, because what we take from this is right, is we understand we as people, we don't have any control on what can necessarily always happen to us, but we always control, we have a control over how we react, mm-hmm. right? And this is this is the test right here. So, you know, people can go about it in two different ways. You can either take it positively or you can take it negatively right the same situation right and we see this you know we see this with many different cases you know that that happen right like for example we all know the story of you know the two boys and their dad was an alcoholic right mm-hmm. one 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 grew up to be an alcoholic and one grew up to be successful and to be a non-drinker and you know they asked the two boys why did you end up the way you are and they both gave the same exact answer i watched my father it's all about perception it's all about the way that you go about it right mm-hmm. so you know we as muslims we go through a hardship we thank allah Mm-hmm. Other people go through a hardship. They don't even know like what's going on here. They think their whole life is falling apart here. But we as Muslims, we see the benefit in it. Mm-hmm. We see the benefit in the struggle. We know that nothing goes unnoticed. Mm-hmm. And it's like you think um, what you think of Allah is what He will be to. Like what, uh, there's a hadith where uh, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "I am what my slave thinks of me." Mm. 
So think about it. You think your your Lord is the most merciful. You are relying upon Him. He will never let you fail. He, his help is always near. Think about uh, how your life will turn out. Me personally, your perception. right? Me personally, right? So like you know, this is something subjective, right? Whenever like I I started watching the videos on like learning Allah, right? Learning who Allah is, learning by His names and attributes, right? And when I started calling Allah by His names and attributes, you know, I saw the I saw even greater benefit because like I just know like now when I'm asking Allah, like there's no greater that can help me. When I ask Allah to provide me with something, I know that there is no, you know, Allah is the provider. You know, there is no other provider other than Allah, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, you know. It's something beautiful to ponder on. Mm -hmm. It is something beautiful to ponder on. But like, you know, people, they have issues with how to accept the hardship because, you know, people can't help but ask why. Even if they know, like, they're being struck with a calamity, you know, understanding that that calamity is a way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala testing you is not what first comes to mind for someone whose iman is not that strong. You know, everybody, we're out here building our iman every single day. So some people, it may take them time to realize where, um, like, that this is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then they may turn away from Allah first before they turn back to Allah. And, you know, that's, that's also, that's another hardship right there because you're struggling with something and, like you may be struck again because you turned away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then it may seem like everything bad is just going uh going on in your life. But when you see the benefits of turning to Allah as soon as something happens to you, you'll see like the th it's short-lived. You know, the hardship is short-lived, mm -hmm. the calamity may be short-lived. You know, if you were to lose uh, a loved one, that calamity may be short-lived to the point where you understand, okay, I'm able to pray for this person because you know I love them. You know, that's beneficial. You know, the Prophet said, you know, the deeds of a person won't uh, stop unless you know you're giving ongoing charity. You have a, a and a child who prays for you among uh, something else, but the the child about, who prays for you or a loved one who can pray for you. Or even think about every time we talk about the uh, topic of hardship, we always bring up the the verse in mm -hmm. Indeed, with hardship there is ease. Think about and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He repeated this ayah like right after two times. Yeah, yeah, two times, which means this is other. This is of importance. To stress upon point. Yeah. So like, subhanAllah, think about it within all of our lives. Maybe you lose the loved one, or but you get a promotion, you drop, like anything. Or th just think about whenever you lose something, wherever you're going through something hard, think about the blessings that Allah has given you. Think about maybe some wisdoms that you have gained from this hardship. And we can also look at the eye the other way. With ease will come hardship. Like if your life is just easy at a time, once you're hit with hardship, dealing with it will be a lot harder. Right. Because like, you know, obviously, like if someone has never gone through something, they go through something for the first time. It's a lot harder to deal with versus, let's say, if you've already dealt with things before, you know, you know what to do. Right. You have some sense of direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, um, look at the way the Prophet lived his life, like all the loss that he went through and it never turned him away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like he never everything he went through, it's. You know, more than any of us could bear, obviously, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has never put any of us through that. Think about, I, I always think about, when I think about hardship, the people that message us, and they always talk, they always, they bring up, like, these incredible scenarios, or, like, these great scenarios. I'm like, wow, subhanAllah, people in this world, they really go through a lot. Uh -huh. And it's like, sometimes I think about the non-believer, like, wow, who do they rely upon? Like, it, it's no sound, like, you know what Allah says in Surah Al-Taha, like, Whoever that turns away from our remembrance, they will have a depressed life. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I can't even imagine myself in a position where I would go be going through something hard or be going through something difficult and I didn't have that remembrance of God in my head. Because you don't have an answer. Like, even if that 
eventually get through the hardship, the next one that hits you, it's the same thing. You're fighting the same battle. Regardless of how long it takes you to get through it, you'll still understand like that struggle that you had to go through. And at the end of the day, if you don't have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what is the struggle for? Mm -hmm. What is the hardship for? What are you fighting for? Are you fighting for your spot in Jannah? Are you fighting for the mercy of Allah? You're not if you're not Muslim. If you're not Muslim, you're not fighting for that. You're, you're looking to other people. You're looking to other deities. You're looking to other than Allah to find help. And Allah says in the Quran, they, they cannot help you. None can help you but Allah. You know, that's so crazy to like when I when I say it out loud, because I was just saying I was repeating it in my head and I was like, man, well, that's like, subhanAllah, I, I look at someone and I uh, if I ever try to give them advice, you know, my my advice is always trying to it always goes back to Islam. Islamic perspective. Yeah, because Islam solves all the problems that I have. Every single problem I've ever had in life it was solved like by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It wasn't solved by anything else, you know, because even just the breaths that I take are by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah could stop my breathing at any moment. Allah could make me cease on this earth at any moment. And it brings up um, this video that I saw of this atheist or agnostic. I don't know who he is. This fool. I freaking... I, I was going to say something else. But he's a fool, like an imbecile. Uh -huh. He said when he meets God, he's going to ask him, why, why are you allowed child bone cancer, why you give children bone mm. cancer, why you give Perfect. children diseases, why do you spread disease on earth? And the first thing I thought of was, if only you knew. That was the yeah. same I thought of, if only you knew because in Islam, what, what happens to a child who dies or a child who suffers uh, for, in the sake of, uh, for the cause of Allah? You know, as this is from jannah. something for Allah. They, if they die, what are they? They're guaranteed jannah. And them being guaranteed Jannah, what does that do for their parents? It makes them a beacon of hope for their parents that they could enter Jannah because the child were, uh, will plead with Allah for them. Yeah, and uh, I heard a, an amazing answer, right? I'm going to give the same answer now. Why do you believe that we only believe in a God with two attributes, to be all good and to be all powerful? We believe in a God with many different attributes. And one of the attributes is Al-Hakim, means Allah is the most wise. So, and Allah knows that which you do not know. So, you know, and also Allah says in the Quran, perhaps you might hate something that is good for you and you might love something that is bad for you. You know, it, yeah. and like really, really take that into perspective. Like if Allah takes something away from you or if Allah gives you something, like it's all within, you know, his wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Allah knows what's better for a person. So let's say, let's say that, you know, someone loses their child, but this child allows them to enter into Jannah. Will it not be worth it? Mm. Like you, you, you will have your happy ending. Because people are so deluded by this world. These are the non-Muslims. Like these people, they think that there's nothing to come after this life. So if they see something horrible like that, or like a child who loses their life, they just wanna uh, they just wanna blame everything else, blame every single circumstance instead of saying, you know, all praise is due to the most high. You know, the most high knows more than I do. And we're not we're, don't take this wrongly. We're not saying it's easy. Of course not. Like you know, we like we addressed in the beginning, it is a hardship. You know, it's going to affect you. It's going to shake you. But you as a Muslim, you know, ultimately at the end, no matter how hard it shook you or whatever it may be, you still turn to not, none other than Allah. And you, and you, you, sought, your refuge. you sought refuge in him. Mm -hmm. Because like, look, I give you an example, right? Like when I look at what the situation in Sudan, right? I've seen like so many different stories where it's just like, these people like here, like if, if anyone was to say, you know, why is God doing this? It'd be these people. Like I, I saw a story, subhanAllah, it was talking about how a guy, you know, he, he had a son, right? He was what, around seven years old and, you know, he was, he was walking around, you know, in the, in the village, right? 
and then a missile was supposed to hit one of the uh, one of the warcrafts, and it missed, and it hit, and it hit a five story building, and the building collapsed, and it fell on, and it fe- and a part of it fell on his son, and he said he literally was carrying his son's brain in his hands, like Subhanallah, and these same people in the same video says I thank Allah, or there was another there was another situation where a guy said that you know he was taking care of his daughter in the hospital, and a bullet came through the window and shot her and killed her. While his wife was also in the hospital and he buried his daughter, you know, he did all these things. And he said, like, you know, she's not too expensive for Allah. I still thank Allah. And his wife was still in the hospital. And he had to lie to his wife, telling her, like, you know, your, your daughter is still alive for now. Because, you know, had he told her to, it would have it would have killed her. Mm. Like, subhanAllah. And yet these people, these people, like, are the ones still thanking Allah. And yet a lot of us, we have, you know, we don't even go through, you know, a portion of that struggle. And yet we're, we're so ungrateful. Yeah, it reminds me of, you know, the, the earthquakes that happened in Turkey and Syria. And I saw a video of people like buried under a building making dhikrullah. And, you know, like subhanAllah just made me realize like, man, these people, they go through, they go through these types of things. They're put through like the, the, tr- the trials of the trials, man. Like mm-hmm. the things that, you know, test you to your core will really put you in a position where you're backed into a corner and it's like, will you say Allah is your Lord even in the worst of times? Even if someone had a gun to your head and told you denounce uh, Allah is your Lord or die and these people, they'd rather die. And that that's the type of, that's the level of Iman that we want to live with. Like if of you, course. if anything um, other than la ilaha illallah would enter your head in a position where if you were to die or you were to live, then you got to check yourself. You know, that's the level of Iman. You know, people... And that's why the Rasul he said, like, look at people who are less fortunate than you. That's why we look at our brothers and sisters in Sudan. You know, that's our home. That's where we're from. And when we see people going through this, you know, it hurts us like, like we're the ones going through it. But we could never feel what they're going through because they're the ones like in this position right now. You know, my brother and I, we went through like we felt something similar a couple of years ago when we were in Sudan. But it was nothing to this magnitude. So when we look at it, it's not like, oh, I sympathize with you. Like, no, I just I pray. I pray for you because, you know. May Allah like ease your suffering and for those who have lost their lives, you know, may Allah allow them to enter Jannah in the highest ranks because they endured this trial to the point where they had to return to Allah. You know, it was their time to return to Allah. And when you think about it, when you think about like your like death, like think about, you know, the return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet chose That's to have uh, his life shortened because he wanted to return to his Lord. He was done with the dunya. You know, think about for them, they were done with the dunya. So that Allah wanted them to return to him. You have to think about it like that. In in a case of hardship, Allah wants you to return to him. There may be something that's going on in your life or something that may happen in your life that will turn you away from Allah. So this hardship is meant or, to turn you to Allah. Or even if like you're struggling with addic- an addiction you're, and it's, an hard, it's a hardship for you, it's hard to give it up. And then, but you keep turning back. You only turn back to none, none other than Allah. SubhanAllah, mm-hmm. think about that. And you associate no partners with him. And for, for these people, for the people who turn to Allah and associate no partners with him, and they're truly from the Muslim mean. Here, let me see your phone. For them, is Jannah and good? Oh, yeah. Open it, open Especially, like, turning to Allah in their hardest times, in the toughest of times. Like, that's where the warriors will stand out. You know, when, when, you get, when you're in the thick of it, in the field of battle, that's where you're truly tested, right? Or like even think about the people closest to Prophet, They're ready to give their lives for Islam. Uh-huh. For us, the, uh, Allah didn't ask us for our lives. But they were ready to give their lives for this time. They, those people, they literally died. They literally died so they can spread the religion of, of, of God. They were persecuted and they were take, driven out their lands. Some of them, they lost family members. Some other watched family members die. 
think about this. And then now it's, nowadays today, like if something something so menial, so something so trivial in our eyes, it would it would affect it would be detrimental. To this they'll, they'll begin asking questions. Why is God doing this to us? I mean, especially a lot of us in Sudan, I mean, not in Sudan, in the West, like in America, we go through first world problems and we think it's the end of the world for us. Mm -hmm. You know, you get a flat tire, you think it's the end of the world, you think your uh, your day is ruined and all this. But people, they don't even have a car, they have to walk everywhere. They're like, people don't have water. Like, there's, there are so many things, so many people who go through stuff that we have to understand that our problems are like, are only as big as we make them. You know, there are problems that are huge. Like, of course, losing a loved one, that's that's tough. But, you know, everyday problems, they should not be something that ruin your day. They should not be something that, you know, makes you feel like, you know, your life is over or that you're going to end up turning other to other than Allah. Here, look at these beautiful verses from Surah Al-Imran, right? And this is talking like to the people in the Battle of Uhud, right? But we can apply these verses today, right? Do not falter or grieve, for you will have the upper hand if you are true believers. If you have suffered injuries, they suffered similar. We al we altered those days among people so that Allah may reveal true believers. Choose martyrs from among you, and Allah does not like the wrongdoers. And distinguish the true believers and destroy the disbelievers. Do you think that you will enter paradise without Allah proving which of you truly struggled for his cause and patiently endured? SubhanAllah. Reread that last verse real quick. Do you think you will enter paradise without Allah pro uh, proving which of you truly struggled for his cause and patiently endured? Wow. Like this, like, I want you guys to really think, think into this ayah right here. This, like, no matter what hardship befalls you in your life, whether you lose, you know, the closest person to you, you lose the materialistic thing, you know, everyone in this world starts to hate you all of a sudden. If you do not give up on your connection with Allah, th th this right here, you've won. You've won. You've lost nothing. You only have to gain. I mean, speaking personally for my own self, like hardships that I've gone through, I've always felt they were so like trivial. I was like, okay, there were there were times where you know it was really tough to the point where um, I had to question my own existence. But then it gets to a point oh. where I'm like, like for for a minute I'll be upset, and then I'll just be like, okay, you know what? This is called Allah. You know, this is you know it's Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You know. I'll, I'll find good deeds somewhere or like you know, my, my sins may have been expiated just now. Like, you know, that gut wrenching feeling when your heart sinks to your stomach and mm -hmm. you just like, I'm speaking obviously figuratively here, but like where you just like you're hurt. Yeah. And then like, like you feel the emotions, you feel it in your brain, in your head. And then you're just, you're going through all these thought processes and you're thinking what, like even when I was a little kid, I used to think like this. When I was a little jib before I, when I was like 10 years old, bro, I used to think like this. I just quite I'd question my existence and always go back to my existence, my existence, my existence. And then I, like as I grew up, I just used to I just think about God. I mean, like I can't expect to be living in this life, see everyone around me going through hardships and expect not myself not to go through hardships and then be angry when I when I or be angry or be like unfair or ungrateful when these hardships befall me. How how could I do this when I expected it? Like it's only it's only obvious you look around you and it's not it's not a question of why but it's a question of how you're gonna respond to this. Yeah, of course. Like I said before, we don't control necessarily everything that happens to us, but we do control our reaction. Mm -hmm. You know, it's inevitable. We will go through things. Mm -hmm. And and also think about it like this. Like not even just thinking about like oh hereafter and everything like that. Even on this world, imagine if if, if there was no struggle, where would be the experience? Like where would be the joy? We'd just be a whole bunch of you know, empty slate. I, I you know. I like to bring up this example, right? It's like the one who grew up poor and watched his people struggle and later on became rich in his life versus the one who was born rich his, and stayed rich his whole life. Who's going to appreciate it more? 
Exactly. And the same way we as Muslims, like when we go through hardship and we and we get times of ease, who's gonna appreciate it no, way more? Even who's so, gonna value it a this lot entire more? Life is, imagine how how much appreciative we would be of Jannah. Of course, Inshallah, may Allah grant us all Jannah. Allah ma'amin. I mean, like imagine how appreciative we would be. Of course, and like here's the thing, right? Like I watch, you know, I, you know, like I said, like I'm I'm heavy into business, right? And like I I look up to like a lot of what a lot of what these entrepreneurs say. And they, you know, they talk about how they had to go through so many different things in order to get where they're at today. But they say that these things are what shaped them. You know, the, the, their success was because of those things that they had to go through. You know, you look at stories where it's like someone who was just sleeping on the floor, right? And then after like five to 10 years, right? You know, they, you know because they were sleeping on the floor is what caused them to actually get up and do something with their life. Subhanallah. Mm. Makes you think about a, a quote without like, um, there's a quote that says, Without fear, there is no bravery. And the same thing, without struggle, there is no ease. So mm -hmm. without the hardship, you're not going to find any ease. And if everything is easy, then you will find the struggle. Because mm -hmm. like everything, everything easy is just feels primitive. Like it just it goes, feels it like goes it, hand in hand. It's like without no, no heat, there is no cold. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like they're just like the earth has to turn and the night turns to day. The struggle will have to turn to ease eventually, and the ease will have to turn to struggle eventually. Like you'll have to go through it. And this is a this is from your Lord. This is Allah said this. With hardship, there is ease. And this is not just subject to one person. This is for everyone. I don't think about that. And your your struggle may not be like everyone else's. You may go through lighter struggles. Like well, the may, first world problems. These struggle. first world problems that we go through in the West may be the only problems we ever endure. Aside from like maybe losing our family because everybody will taste death, right? Mm -hmm. But and that, you know that that that's okay if that's all that you ha end up going through, that's okay. But don't make like one thing about me is that I remember in middle school and early high school having a struggle was like a flex. Like people wore their yeah. struggle on their sleeve so much. Everybody wanted to tell people what they went through just to show them how strong they were because you know oh I'm still standing. Like oh I'm ten I stay ten toes down. Like these types of quotes, like, oh, mm. I, I never thought I'd make it to 18. Like these types of things, like this is not, it's not a flex to show that you're still alive. Like, bro, you, okay, you survived. Now keep moving. Don't make, don't live in the past. Don't live with your struggle. Don't live with your struggle constantly at your feet. Like speaking of high school, right? Like I see all these things all the time, right? And like, even like before, like, you know, becoming religious, I, I took a screenshot of one thing. It's like, I got a sad story too. No one cares. Keep it pushing. Like, you know it. <laughs> everyone has everyone will have a sad story to tell mm -hmm. like yeah we get it but like you know these things right here it is is not us right it's yeah, not it, you it yeah, shapes yeah. us but it, you know it's it's not it's not you don't don't worry don't label yourself to be a struggle that's all you identify yourself as yeah i mean i've said it before like everybody has this mentality of like you don't know what i've been through like nobody knows my struggle and un understandably so yeah maybe people don't know your struggle especially if you don't like tell people about it but it's not something that needs to be your personality like the struggle is something that'll help shape who we are especially when we are muslims and we understand like this is us getting closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by enduring this hardship with patience and seeking the mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to find the ease that is to come you know exp the expiation of sin that comes with going through a struggle or a calamity and having that knowledge that we will be rewarded. We will be repaid for what we had to do, for what we had to go through. But not to say like what I go through is worse than anybody else's because you don't know if like 
there are people who will be worse off than you. You always have to understand, like, believe in that, that there are some, there is someone who's worse off. So, because it helps with your shukur, it helps with your gratefulness because you'll understand like, okay, I could have been that person. I could have been the person who's worse off. Like for us, we think like we could have been those, those in Sudan who lost their family members or who were the ones who may have passed away and like our family had to suffer and that type of stuff. Even though we do have family there suffering and we feel for them or the people who went through the earthquakes uh, during the month of Ramadan in uh, Turkey and Syria. people of like, Palestine. And Palestine, Gaza, like, uh, and Masjid al-Aqsa, all the, uh, the Zionists who are attacking them, like these types of things. You have to think, like these people, they, they are worse off than our, than us in our first world problems. Like, you know, it's just say alhamdulillah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Yeah, say alhamdulillah. That's why I'm saying like, have shukur. And here, like, we have to understand on a good day, alhamdulillah, and on our bad day, it's still alhamdulillah. Like, we still thank Allah, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, we're still here, we still have a chance. Mm -hmm. SubhanAllah. Exactly. We always have a chance to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like your story is never over until the angel of death comes and visits you. Like every single day is like a new uh, page in your book. And it's also a new opportunity. Like a new opportunity to do something to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To do something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like whether it's going to get your body fit, eating right. Like if you if praying, you have a healthy like these body, these are all forms right of worship. Yeah, yeah, if you have a healthy body right now, say Alhamdulillah. If you have both parents in your house right now, say Alhamdulillah. If you have one parent in your house right now, say Alhamdulillah. If you have a house, say Alhamdulillah. If you have food, say Alhamdulillah. If Allah is pro providing for you from all these different avenues, man, say Alhamdulillah. Do you see what we can take from this? You can't count your blessings, but you know your your hardships you can count, count on one hand. Yeah. Even and Allah says in the Quran, if you were to try and count Allah's blessing, you wouldn't be able to. Of you wouldn't not. be able to. But you can, you know, you can, you can count your blessings, your hardships on maybe on one, one hand. hand. Every step you take, every breath you take, every time you blink, everywhere you look, every time you speak. The blessings that those, go Those are just the blessings of like our senses, that we, that like we what notice. we can do, like what we can see. But it's every single one, every breath you take, literally, that's a blessing because you don't breathe without the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So imagine if you had to thank Allah for every single breath you took. Or every single time or we had to pay somewhere. for it. Yeah, or, or yeah. if we had to pay for it. These, these are things that we were given. Yeah, Allah never asks us for a price, man. SubhanAllah. Oh, yeah, Allah yeah, only asks us for our worship. For our worship. That and we he's deserving of it. And, yeah, he's, exactly. and he is really deserving of he's it. He's deserving of it, whether he gave us these blessings or not. Or not. Yeah. Uh, Allah has created a, a particular type of angel. And from the moment he created them to all the way to the day of judgment, they're in prostration. And on the day of judgment, they'll get up and they say, we haven't even worshipped you enough. Because you know it's impossible. Yeah, like you know, Allah is, is is worthy of all praise, and it, it's still unmatched for Him. That's the perfect example of saying like we don't get into we don't earn the mercy of Allah through our deeds. No, no, we don't enter Jannah through our deeds. Yeah, we don't enter Jannah through our deeds. We earn the we enter through the rahmah of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. But see, you doing your deeds alone is not enough to to just earn the the rahmah of Allah. That's why there are things that we uh, that Allah will look at. Aside from just maybe deeds, he'll maybe the, give you hardships. Yeah, maybe the niya, like your intention, you know, the way that you approach your life, you know, the way that uh, what's it called? Uh, you go about your like your character. Even mm. though some people don't see these things as acts of worship, maybe, they are. Maybe Allah wrote for you a specific rank, and you didn't meet up to those standards, so Allah gets sent you a hardship, and it will raise you in that rank. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Think about that. Yeah, because course. at the end of the day, you still got the free will. Or like yeah. I said earlier, see, and yeah. still like. You weren't you weren't rising to you know the expectation of that rank, but Allah knew that you would reach that rank because He sent that hardship to you, and you went you got through it, and your rank was raised through that. You see the whole, it's it's all the plan of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. It's also like the tawakkul always comes comes back when we talk about topics like this.
like hardship tawakkul is going to be your best friend having trust in allah like everything is only for a specific time just like the sun and the moon have their specific time. A hardship will only be for a specific time. It's not like you're going to go through a hardship your entire life. And if you do, imagine the the, the ni'mah on the day of judgment, the nur that is going to emulate from you if you never turned away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rafayyub alayhi salam never turned away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Eventually, everything he lost, he gained it back. The Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam went through that's more than any, any human being uh, can endure. And that's why he's the most honored man to ever walk the face of the earth. And the most wow. beloved creation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Prophet Musa was sent the greatest uh, tyrant of all time. And look at the, the rank that he has with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who was able to directly speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He received his covenant directly from Allah. Or Rahim alayhi salam. Like, you know, he 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 truly was was one of those who submitted to Allah. Like, you know, no True matter no matter no matter what it was, you know, he he always chose even Allah. Even before before his prophethood. Even yeah, even before prophethood. Like even to the point where Ibrahim salam was his own ummah. Subhanallah. Like just imagine like everyone in your society is against you and you you know, you're just you're just holding on to the rope of la ilaha illallah. That's the only thing you're holding on to. And with that, he was brought great success and victory in every and single thing that he went through. And well, what did he say? It was like, you know, the calmest he's, he's ever felt in his life was when he was thrown in the fire because, you know, you know, Allah, you know, Allah decreed the fire to be, to be a sense of peace for him. And Allah. I know we could speak, we can go more in depth about these stories of the prophets, but the last, the last prophet I want to speak about is Prophet Ismail alayhi salam. Like when his, when his father told him, like, I had a dream that I had to slaughter you for the sake of Allah. And what did he do? He said, do what you have to do. Like, if it's for if Allah commanded you to do this, you have to do it. He didn't even give him a choice. You know, in when when you read the story, it feels like Ibrahim Ali Sam was a little hesitant because like this is his son. But his son giving him the okay gave him the, everything he needed to know that, like, okay, we're both doing this for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a, a command from Allah. And not only did Allah save him, but it created one of the one of our uh famous traditions, Eid al-Adha. You know, like, sacrificing that to what? Like we, we, exactly. we as the religion of Islam. Like when we talk about being Abrahamic faith, like we are the true Abrahamic faith. Like we truly honor Abraham. Exactly. Peace, uh, peace be upon him. Yep. And actually, you know, celebrate a holiday after him, and we, you know, we send we send blessings on to him and his family members, just as we do at little Sulaiman yes. Salatu Salam in every single prayer. In every single prayer. Yeah, like imagine the rank of Ibrahim Salam to be labeled Khalid al Rahman. You know, the, the friend of the most merciful, the friend of Allah. I mean, that's why you have the Quran. You know, you ever think about your hardships? Go read the Quran. Go open the Quran and read the stories of, of what these prophets had to endure when going to their nations and trying to spread the message of Allah. You know, you think it was easy for them. None of them uh, was uh, it was easy for. Like Prophet Yunus, his entire ummah accepted Islam only after he left without divine revelation from Allah. He left without being commanded by Allah to leave. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala trapped him in the belly of the whale. You see what he had to go through, but then he came back and he saw like, you know, Allah brought, what was the ease that Allah brought him? He, he sought forgiveness from, uh, from Allah for what he did, for leaving without command from Allah, came back and saw his entire nation accepted Islam. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah. Like, just go look at some of the hardships they had to go through and you'll have a better perspective on like the life, life. that you live right the now. Life in general. Exactly. And you know, that's a, that's a way to close out this episode. Uh, SubhanAllah. Speaking about hardship, you know, understand that you're not the only one who goes through things. None of us are. But, you know, as Muslims, we should find strength in each other that like, we share the ideology that with hardship comes ease. 
mm-hmm. because that should make make things just a little bit easier to understand that there is someone out there or there's billions out there who understand that you know what we go through is a test from the spine of to raise our ranks and to expiate some of our sins and to give us good deeds and with that being said you know so i'm alaikum warahmatullah all right guys make sure you guys uh like this video share with your friends and family we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode leave a like you know contact us whatever it may be uh just to let you guys know we're not scholars still students of knowledge so we're open for any correction assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh